You're not halfling spy, are you? Uh, no, harpy. You're not human spy, are you? As the stage lifts up and you're kind of cheering him on and Pavel gives you like a quick salute as he just kind of goes out of view, the crowd's roaring, you still hear this machine going. You look underneath the stage and there's this glowing symbol. Welcome back to Merit and Deke. This is our second episode. So we have left you staring at the bottom of the gnomish stage with this glowing sigil. And it's in Disney villain green. Uh, as it clicks up into place, you can hear the song going as this sigil starts glowing menacingly. I'd say, Spore, hey, do Spore, or hey, any of the girls, do you know Dispel Magic? I'll roll the cursed dice to see. Nope. Shit! Shit, shit. I um I fly to the stage. Can I go close? You'd fly up, uh, right towards around the bottom. You can kind of hang on to something or hover there. Yeah. What is it? Is it something I can peel off? Is it something I grab and yank off the stage? Give me an investigate. I'm gonna. I think I'm good. Come on, lucky dice. Shit. Uh, it's not bad. It's seventeen. You start rubbing at it. It seems to be made of like magical chalks, and you start to rub the chalk away. But clearly, this arcane glyph is staying behind. What like whatever resources the mage needed to make this thing, like now that it's there, it's there. I, t- I turn around and I'm like, Spore, you're the magic one. What's going on? Can you, can, how do I stop this from activating? She's kind of like, uh, I'm the drummer. I don't really n- dispel magic. Other, we don't have that. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. Get everybody off the stage. That's probably the best bet. Um, I yell out, uh, I, I hopefully, Lu- Louise, do you know how to spell magic? Wherever he was. <laughs> he's got, like, a churro in his hand, and he's like, you know what, just hold there, I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get my aunt. And he must mean Esmeralda. Um, and I'm- without way too much hurry, it's sort of like a, um, quick shuffle, he, he goes away in the wrong direction. Okay, um, I'm going to do one thing before I try to evacuate the stage. I'm going to take the butt of my dagger and try to hit it to break the sigil or something like that. Give me an arcana. Ooh, that's a 17 plus zero. You know that there's not much you can do. But it didn't backfire on you. And there's nothing I can do. Well, you can watch as the pulsing seems to be speeding up to a countdown. Okay, no, I, I go up. Um, I'm going to try to. Uh, I'm going to try to. So there should be a trap door at the bottom, right? There are many ways to outfit the stage with trap doors. However, 
all of them were specifically closed from the top side at, I believe, your and the known requests. All right. So it, another option is, so, all right. So I say, I say girls, um, hopefully Esmeralda comes back with the dispel magic. I have to go get these guys off the stage. And I know Esmeralda said she'll prepare uh, stage actor. She did, energy. yeah. Yep. So I'm going to go there and I'm going to try to rush in and try to get them to evacuate. I will fly on top of there and say, you have to evacuate. There's a trap under the stage. Okay. okay. Give me an athletics to run up there as quickly as you can. Can I acrobatics? It's a stairwell. Yeah, I mean, you're still going up and trying to go quickly, and it's a bit of a stairwell, so you've got to, it's hard to fly, you know, at turning around over and over. One not, dirty one, it's not a nap one. Yeah, it's, first off, you never really checked where it was going to be, so you're like, where was it, which one was it? And you're looking around, you eventually figure it out. Yeah, it was set up for you, so it's kind of like this, uh, it's essentially like a twirling staircase on wheels, so you can't really just fly up it very easily, so you're just running up the whole thing, and you're out of breath by the time you get there, and you throw this open out into the roaring crowd as the gnomes are in the middle of their song. I fly up, I tell, who's, is Esmeralda somewhere here, or is she somewhere else? You can try a perception, um, but remember every every second matters. I fly up and I obviously disrupt performance, but I'm like, hey, like, can I go up to Pavel, right? Pavel. Yes, Pavel. You fly up to the stage. Yeah, I'm like breaking all social norms. I'm like, Pavel, you said the machine can go on without you. There's a glowing sigil right under your stage. You need to get off. And I'm like, give me. Give me some sort of persuasion, but do it... Uh, actually, first, give me a... What is loudness of voice? Give me first a perform with strength. I have perform for... Can I have my dice back? <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, so, poorly... Wait, wait, no. Ten... You're yelling as loud as you can. Um, no, I'm going on to the stage and trying to get him off. I'm kind of like, come on. I know, but go. you're trying to explain this. You said you're trying to explain as well. Mm-hmm. So you're yelling as loud as you can, and you're not really sure you're being heard too well, but you can try to give me a uh, some sort of persuade at disadvantage. Twelve. Minus one, so eleven. <laughs> Okay, yeah, all my luck is gone. I have the nat 20. <laughs> uh, so you're you're yelling at him. You kind of will give him a perception. His perception's not great, so he's he's confused. The other gnomes are kind of looking at you. The thing is just going on. Like once they started it, they can't really just like stop to listen to you. It's just going, regardless of what they're doing. So they're they're trying to listen. One is trying to get you off the stage. There's already kind of a ruckus going on in the crowd, like, and you can give me a perception. You can start to see the edges of the sigil on this side of the stage now, peeking around the edges of the machine. And the flashing path, it's like it started slow and it's getting faster and faster. So you're pretty sure you've got. You've got like two rounds, maybe. 
So I flew to the stage. What does the side of the stage look like? Mosh pit. There's people on the edges. Like the, the audience goes right up to the side of the stage. It's slightly elevated. And it's like just a circle surrounded by people. Okay, now I don't have strength at all. So push attack would be terrible, Mayan, wouldn't it? Unlikely to do too well, yeah. I don't even have evasion, so I'll take all the damage. I um, point to the sigil and I'm like, I, I tell him it's gonna fucking blow. And I literally think I have to do it. I take Pavel and I shove him across the stage. And I point to everything. Like, and I'm to the others, I'm like pointing to everything. So at least I can get one person on the stage. Do you want me to roll for shove attack? Yeah, give me a shove attack. Uh, that's a 10. He's a, he's a short guy. He barely comes up to my knees. <laughs> you shove him. He doesn't. You don't knock him over, but you shove him. Uh, we'll give him one last perception. And the the other ones are starting to like be alarmed, and they're looking at you, and they're start. They come in to like shove you and get you off of Pavel. But as he's shoved one last time, he finally looks kind of down at the ground and sees these sigils, and he's going to try and bolt uh, and get away from this as he gestures to everybody else. And that's when you hear a snap. Uh, you can give me a con saving throw. Seventeen. Yeah, that's a pass. You and the gnomes kind of, at this last second, you know, movie theater-esque, jump out of the way. You can tell that a few of them are kind of caught by it, but they seem okay. As there is just the sound of a thunderclap and a shatter as the machine is targeted by this sort of giant sigil. And shatter's about the size of the machine, so it seems like it was pretty carefully... Well, actually, you can give me an investigate, but it's just about the size of the machine. The machine, like, cracks and whirs. Um, the song suddenly goes out of tune and wonky, and the stage just collapses underneath it, and the whole thing falls. I immediately look around for a man in yellow, because that's the best I can do. So what was your investigation? Yeah. Okay, then sure, you can give me a perception. Thank you, 27. So it's absolute pandemonium. Everybody oh, sorry. near the stage. Sorry, okay. Everybody near the stage is starting to run. People are going for the exits. They're screaming in pandemonium. The gnomes are all checking each other. A couple are a little worse for the wear, but they've all survived. And as you see, kind of like in this mass of humanity heading for the doors, there is one figure, all yellow, smallish sized, pacing quickly but confidently I am, out the doors. I am following. Okay. Then give me an acrobatics to like get through here and through the doors. And we'll see how quickly you can catch up to them. Acrobatics is a 15. Okay. As you head this way and you've kind of got to land and like crawl on heads through the doorway and whoever is in this, it's like a big, wide-brimmed yellow hat. Uh, so you can't really see underneath it, but you just kind of get the peak of a face, and they've seen you, and they start running. Uh, so you chase them out the door and into the streets. Action that's born Do you want to open initiatives? So that's yeah, why don't you get some initiatives? 18. Okay, they act a little bit slower than you, but they have a bit of a running start. Uh, and also, they are moving through this crowd very quickly. Uh, so, wait, I have 
I have fly. I can fly right over these crowds. Yeah, but you might lose a minute. In fact, that's what happens first. You, as soon as you're like free of the crowd and outdoors, you like you kind of have an eye on the figure in yellow, and then you go up to follow them, and suddenly you're just looking at a sea of heads. Give me a uh, perception. Uh, actually, what's your passive perception? Nineteen. On your passive perception, you can hear the sounds of a disguised self being cast. You heard it coming from this small group that seems to be breaking away from the rest. What do you want to do? Do I see someone transform? You didn't catch them do it. You heard it. You see roughly the crowd they're in. Okay. Perception to track someone. So all of these guys are just running. Like, you know, the, most of the crowd is just running to get out of there because they, they feel they're in some kind of danger. I being, like, you know person who runs behind criminals all the time know when they're running to get away. Do you think I could track that? Since you know criminals, you can roll me an insight. And that's basically, there's a group, you know that there's a small group of about, you know, maybe two dozen that they blended into and cast disguise self. You can try and spot the one that doesn't look hurried and scared. 16. He has to roll a deception roll. Yeah. Or perform. Not immediately. You're not really sure. As the group kind of, like, once people are getting, like, safely away from the roundhouse, most of them are stopping and looking back and checking on each other. So this little group starts to kind of break up. A few still keep moving. Some are just kind of pausing there, looking back. You're starting to lose the beat on them. I can, I can roll survival to track. You don't know who you're tracking. I don't know who I'm tracking. So in my sea of people... So there's people staying, people leaving, right? Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't profile this person without knowing who they are, other than the fact that they're short. As you're kind of like looking, you're confused, Spore comes flying out next to you. And she's like, where are we going? What's happened? Um, Spore, they just casted this guy's self on themselves, and I'm kind of lost on what to do. Detect magic? Yes, yeah, she has detect magic, so she'll cast that, not as a ritual, because that would take 10 minutes. Um, so we'll mark that spell slot down for her, and we'll give her a survival. Her whiz is okay, so we'll see. That's not the worst. And she starts looking around. She's like, I don't know what set of feet I'm looking for. Yeah, she's kind of following. She follows a couple people to like where they're standing, and suddenly she's like, these footprints are too small. And she points at, like, a kind of tallish person who's now got, like, a long ways away from you. And, like, their footprints are too small! Their footprints are too small! And she starts flying after them. Yeah. Right? And you can both fly. Yeah, I will. Now that I know their footprints and I have, like, another idea of what they look like, I'm gonna, yeah, action, bonus action dash. Yeah, so you go just hurtling 120 feet as fast as you can. And you can see they look over their shoulder and they almost keep pace with you. You're a little bit faster in the air, but they can move really dang fast too. Long long strider are they using? They, uh, sorry. As they, you, they duck into an alleyway a little bit ahead of you, you follow through them and suddenly they're in like a crowded night market. So can I roll another survival to track their footprints? Because I know what their footprints look like. Too busy. Survival wouldn't do anything here. Uh, you can kind of keep try and keep an eye on them. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, uh, give me perception. They're basically you're just trying to keep an eye on this sort of very nondescript disguise self they picked for themselves. Twenty-one. Yeah, 
you can just follow them pretty much easily. And you kind of pick through, you watch them as they go through this, you kind of start to gain on them since you can fly over this, when they hit an, a long open alley as they just start bolting and you're kind of in a foot race. Give me a con saving throw as they just, they seem to just have unlimited stamina and you've been, you're already a little winded from the first flight up the stairs. Uh, you have advantage for your speed though. Yes, constitution saving throw. <laughs> you you outpace them, but you start to kind of like you've been running for a bit now. They've been and they just seem to have a bit more endurance than you, but you're catching up. As they're coming towards like the end of this, they take out like a whip and just kind of like they just cleared the alleyway, so you don't really see what sort of thing that they whip. But suddenly there's just like a bunch of stampeding animals coming down this alleyway. Three or four uh, horses. Um, are they going to... Can I, can't I just fly over them? They, you, they just go stampeding behind you, back towards the night market. So the, be, the city guards are everywhere. There's someone who take care of stampeding <laughs> horses. I have a mission. Okay. I, yep. As you start closing in... Uh, yeah, give me a perception, actually. 15 plus 9, 24. As you're, like, about to, like, catch up to them, they come to the st a stop at, like, this gate where some other halflings open and let it let them in. I fly over the gate. On your perception, you can see that there are halflings at the gate. There's some on watch. So I'll describe this place that they pretty much run you to. It was kind of on this main road, but it had gotten a little bit quiet out here. It seems like mostly a residential area that you've run into. In fact, like on this part of the island, like except for Nilos, the island's pretty sleepy. Uh, and you've run kind of into the back end of the island away from the bridge. So it's even sleepier out this part. Wait, wait, wait. So is this the rich people's area? This area is, is ex-rich people. It used to be the rich people's island, and it's slowly degraded, and now it's kind of... There's a lot of decaying mansions. There's still some that are upkept. Some have been turned into more like apartment buildings. So there's kind of like some scrub growing. Like all the gardens have grown a little wild in this area. But you can see that they've run into this... Essentially, it looks like it used to be an old fort. There are walls all the way around this compound. They're in a... They're not in the greatest shape, but they are still all intact and standing. There are watchtowers at quite a few points, like not just at the four corners, but spaced throughout. Some of them are dilapidated and falling apart. But on your 24, you quickly notice that there are guards in a handful of them. Can I uh, there's a guard there at the gate who would let him in, as well as the ones in the watchtowers have longbow or have short bows. So you've followed them here. So there's this gate that's been opened. This is sort of like a tower, like, you know, the walls, like brick walls everywhere. Mm -hmm. There's guards here, and you said there are guards further away on the wall. Yeah. I want to shoot. I, I want to pop shot this guy and run away. Okay. Is I want to shoot him to see if he drops the disguise self. They're going to protect him. The people on the guards and the people in the things are going to shoot at you with their short bows. Undecided stealth, and as a bonus, 
hide and then shoot Jonah. All right, you can try. So you go barreling up as quickly as you can uh, to try and keep up. You f- fly over so you can get. Wait, is the, is the gate still open? Is there the gate is actually portcullis. So oh, can you can see through it, but any ranged attacks of a partial will have half cover, so that's minus five. I'll take the risk. Okay, so you go running wait, wait, in. Can I do stealth? Can I do perception stealth and then try to hit him through the portcullis? On your passive perception, there are not many places to hide. You can hope that the darkness will kind of take care of you, but you will have stealth at disadvantage. That's not the worst, 19. 17 plus guards is more than 19. No, you were not hidden. Am I hidden from him? That's the only thing I need, right? I don't need to be hidden from everyone else, just him. Or no, are you, you saying you, someone will die? You, you make it, there's, you go running up with your bow drawn, um, trying to like sneak through the night, and immediately, like, warning goes up. They are like, Halt, what you doing? And people look, you are not hidden. So you have minus five to hit. Let's see, let's see, that's an 18. No, uh, that's a miss. You hit into the uh, portcullis bars. Let's see what the guard's initiative was. We already have yours at around 18 at the beginning of this. So you're going to have a couple shots at you as... The the better guard that I look like is going to hit me, I rolled in, uh, I dodged. 18 to hit. It hits. And 11 is probably not going to do it. Nope. And I dropped the half damage. Three. As the an alarm goes up and you can hear that while there's only like three guards within bow shot of you right now, you look into the compound and see like a large keep sort of like palace in the middle uh, and like a bunch more start coming out. In all this madness, and assuming they think I don't speak halfling, do they say, oh, get X to safety, or what are they yelling? What are the general orders in halfling that are going around that I can pick up? Do you want me to roll for perception on that? Sure. 18. Yeah, they're yelling intruder. They're not saying get, uh, open the gates, uh, get X He's already in. No, they're, they're... The second set of gates, in the compound. What was the what was your total roll? Eighteen. On an eighteen, you're all, you're hearing intruder. You do hear that like get him inside, uh, not intruder. A, not a like you know get the ambassador inside. Or anything. I'm saying nothing that. quite like that. No. Right. Um, and then spore comes up and just like with a drumstick that becomes shillelagh, just conks the guard on top of his head or tries to. Yeah, that's a hit. Not the greatest damage. Um, I just, I, I speak to her in Harpy and I say, come on, let's get out of here really quick. Okay, he'll make an opportunity attack on Spore. Can I, can I stop that somehow? He misses. Okay. Uh, and you both fly out of there. A few arrows go buzzing behind you and you get kind of across the street, hiding in some other old buildings that are now dilapidated, don't look like they're inhabited. And now all the watchtowers have halflings on them. Well, um, yeah, but we have stealth on our side. I'm like, hey, sport, uh, pass without a trace? Yeah. Tomorrow? Okay, um, I'm I gonna... didn't think I would need it for a performance. 
It's not her strong suit, but she's got like a plus four. That's not too bad. That's a dirty 20 for her. Yeah. Uh, what's yours? 21. Okay. You're both pretty dang quiet as you approach the back. You get up relatively close. You can see that actually like the last about 10 feet or so up to the walls. It's still kind of grassy and there's some bushes and stuff, but it looks like it's been a little bit more intentionally cleared. So you don't have quite a straight shot up, up to the walls, but you can get up pretty close. You get it as close as comfortable. You can see that along this back wall, there's like five different guard posts. One of them is just totally useless. Like there's nowhere it's collapsed. There's nowhere anybody could stand. The other four do have people in them. And the central one has two. And where's the broken down one? Like in terms of like being there being a central and like this is the broken down one, just to the left of the central one. And um, at, do, is it well lit? They have torches around them. Yeah, the walls are relatively lit. They have the shadow, not the shadows. The light doesn't really reach down here very well. Mm-hmm. We could try sneaking in past that. Um, we are on high alert for now. Mm. So, what do you think, Scott? She thinks on a little bit. Like, she's gonna take a, a look around a little bit. She's got decent perception, and she just kind of like it looks like most of them are guarded. I was hoping we could maybe take down one quietly and then sneak over, but I think everybody's in sight of everybody else, roughly. Mm. Um. Also, just so you know, we're both speaking in harpy, which doesn't sound like a language more. Like, you know, if we whisper and speak in Harpy well enough, um, it sounds like birds. <laughs> sure. So it's like, it's very sneaky, sneaky. Mm. Um, and so we're being extra sneaky, sneaky. And I don't do this very often, but how's your lore? I can do it. Yeah. Well, it's an option. Let's keep that as an option. Because, yeah, I have it, but uh, don't even ask me. She's like, look, performer. I know, I know. born for this. Yes, so that's, you're the main backup plan. I mean, I have a crossbow. I could potentially take, so the, except for the center one, all the ones at the side have one card each. And the one that we want to go to has two guard posts. This one has one guard, this one has two. Yes. If they, would taking one guard out help in sneaking past? She thought that everybody, like, that the guards were inside of each other. If you, she doesn't, when she looked, she didn't think there was a way to quietly take one down. How much time do we have? Before, ten. uh, Spore needs to get back at 10, then maybe two hours. Two hours. Tops. Okay, we're going to wait for 15 minutes. No, they performed at like 7. Yeah, maybe 2 hours. Going on an hour and a half. Going on an hour and a half? Yeah, somewhere in there. Oh, shit. I'm going to wait for 15 minutes. Okay. Okay, let's just say 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Do they, does guard go down or anything like that at all? Do they think we ran away? A little bit. Although you can give me, um, give me a perception. Spore says, like, maybe check some other spots. Uh, maybe this isn't the best one. They, they're they looking out this way. There might be another way in. All right. So let's, um, we go investigate around the other side. 
Okay. The right side has. Okay. Give me a give me a perception. Seventeen plus nine. Okay. Yeah, you kind of look, and the right side is relatively well guarded. It's got like one at each corner, um, then two in the middle, and all those have a guard at them. The left side only has three, so they're a lot more spaced out between them. And the middle one appears to... He's actually pretty well hidden in there. Um, You almost didn't notice him at first, especially since he doesn't have a torch with him. But because he's well hidden, he's almost well hidden from... The others. Yeah, well, not that. Well, yeah, that too. He's well hidden from the others. And he also doesn't have, like, the greatest range of vision. As in, like, because he's kind of, like, crouched and he's underneath some boards, he can't see very well. Specifically, because he's kind of hiding underneath some things, if you're very careful, he wouldn't see you above him. Okay, we'll try it. Okay, uh, so you leave this area and you kind of get a running start from down the way, flying over these buildings. And this last one before, you kind of like duck under the walls and you're just going to try and peek right over, yeah? Give me an acrobatics first. 19. Well, that's Dex. She has that too. She needed that. She's not as Dexy as you. She's one behind you again, but she follows on your tail. Uh, and you can give me a stealth. So you basically have to like flap, 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 and then just kind of one last and glide to make as little noise as possible. 27. She's got a nat 20, nice. which is still five below what you rolled. <laughs> um, but you both just kind of time it right. You stop flapping as you're cresting the other wall and just kind of like hurdle silently through the air. Give me a... Yeah. 16 plus 9. Your options are to basically... You can attempt to quickly come to a stop and basically fall. You know, you will not be able to use... You're going to have to use your momentum, just kind of break and fall and you might be able to rush into one of the nearby... It's like a lean-to. It looks like a place they kept some, like, chickens. There's, like, a chicken coop here at the edge. There's no chickens currently in it, but you could stop and dive into that. It would. You're probably going to take some falling damage, but you should be able to make a stealth roll to be unnoticed. Or you can use momentum and try and get into the main building before... Like, And people will notice. That is breaking your stealth. Somebody will notice eventually, but using your momentum, you might have some time on all these guards who are now on the walls as opposed to maybe in the building. Because there's, like, as you look now, there has to be, like, almost a dozen of these, which means how many guards are in here? Can't be, you know, are there, there can't be 50 guards in this little place. You figure that there's a chance all of them are busy on the, on the walls. So you might have a short opening in the building. But that would mean everyone's alert. Quickly, anyway. So basically, yeah. we're doing the Trinity jumping through the window. Yeah, And And um, there's no way to stealthily do that. Yeah, so... And there's nowhere to hide between, like, the chicken coop and the main keep. So you're either... So either way, I think there's a risk of getting caught. 
there's the assurance of getting caught, but hopefully having enough time to have done something, or you can try and hide and figure out next steps. Enrico's gonna... Time is also of the essence, so um, she's gonna dive for the window. She's gonna trinity it up in there. Okay, give me an acrobatics again to trinity in through the side window. 17 plus 24. Spore's been rolling well, but only because of Cat's Grace. Uh, so her 21... More, she kind of like stops and crawls in because <laughs> she doesn't quite have the uh, the cocksuredness that you do because you just go head first, wings in, and catapult through this window. Uh, why don't we get some initiative? Okay. Uh, roll for spore as well. figure in yellow goes first. As you're here, you crash in through the window, you roll and look up in kind of like a superhero pose. And here at like kind of the top floor, you can see like the building is kind of falling apart. So they're almost on like, it was probably once the ballroom, you can see by like the fancy flooring and stuff. But now it's kind of a porch because that corner of the keep has just fallen over. A older, gentlemanly halfling talking with this figure in yellow. And he startles, and the figure in yellow looks over at you and comes at you. Uh, so they're going to make some attacks on you. On, <laughs> on you, since they have the lead in the... Does uh, a 16 hit? 16 so 16 will hit. That will miss, and a... 18 will hit. Uh, so that will be some d6s. 6 plus 4 plus 4, 14 Wait, damage. I, I one. First or second? 8 plus 6, or plus 3, so 11. And you had 10 total? Yes. Um, Spore did 14. 14. Uh, Spore is up. She's going to attack this guy too. Or she comes up with her shillelagh and she's going to make an attack. Is it, Fourth is, it level. De- is it a dex attack? Is she going to get advantage? No, Cat's Grace is only an ability checks. Also, Shillelagh, which she still has going, is a wisdom thing. That'll do it. Uh, so she'll Shillelagh him for... She's not rolling great, though. She'll Shillelagh him for five. Yep. I'm the ambassador takes the dodge action. And you're up. Yellow guy is hurting me, so I'm going to hurt him back. 14 plus I kind of gave that away. The the gentlemanly halfling, not the ambassador. That's <laughs> <laughs> 40 plus 6. Okay. 20 will do it. And, and you have a friend, so you have a sneak attack. 18. 18. Wow, that immediately makes him look a little worse off. Bonus um, action. Yeah. Hmm. Second dagger. Sure, go for it. 15 plus 6. That'll hit. That's just a pl- D4, no mods. Two. <laughs> uh, so you do 20 damage. He is immediately bloodied. And the and, and, and the older thing. halfling starts yelling. And I see a thing. Sure. City guard, put your hands up. <laughs> Give me an intimidate, sure. Uh-oh. Can I have four guys? 
She's a little busy conking this guy in the head right now. Thirteen. That's decent. There's a moment. The uh, the ambassador, the old man is already, the old <laughs> halfling. Uh, no, I've already fucked this up. The, the older halfling is yelling for help. And kind of on that 13, I think he starts to realize that he might not have time, even though the figure in yellow is still going at you. Uh, so four attacks on you. Uh, 14 is a miss. However, 18 hits. That's only one hit out of three. You only take three damage. Nice. Spore's turn. Um, Spore, get the ambassador. She runs by this guy who's going to make an opportunity attack. No! It's a nat 20. That's not too bad. That's only 5 plus 4. She has more than 9 HP as a druid. She does not have your blessing of max HP rolls, but she has more than 9 at her level. So she takes this punch real quick and goes for the ambassador, and she's going to make a strength check to like hold on to and make sure he doesn't get away. She just kind of like dives at him, and he just moves out of the way with a one of those little whoop whistle noises, <laughs> uh, and she rolls past him. I believe it is. The ambassador's turn, who is going to continue taking the dodge action as he uses his movement to try and go around this combat and towards the stairs kind of behind you. Okay. You're up. I'll bonus action disengage and go hold the knife to the, the ambassador's thing. Like, you yeah. <laughs> Sure, give me a grapple. Can you a Unfortunately not. 15. Okay. So, old man is not the greatest, so he has to roll a 12 or above. What did you roll? 16. He, he escapes your and wriggles out of your grasp. So, that was my action and my bonus? Technically, no. You didn't have to disengage because he already used it. Uh, Yellow already used his reaction. Oh, okay. Stop it, guy. <laughs> uh, how's a 17? That'll hit this old man. Before. Three damage. And I'm like, stay where you are! Alright, intimidate with advantage. Not 20 minus... <laughs> yeah, I was kind of waiting for two or three successes, because I know you're, you weren't going to get like a great roll with since you don't have proficiency. So I was kind of waiting to see if you could get a couple successes. And on the nat 20, even with the minus one, he yells out like, stop, stop, just just stop, it's okay. Uh, and the figure in yellow kind of stops fighting. Spore gets up and is about to conk him, and you have to tell her. Is she getting the conk guy? Is the guy in yellow from the back? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give her an insight. Okay, she she kind of goes up, sees what's happening, and just kind of waits by him, you know, she, making sure he's not moving. Okay. Uh, so she's basically reading her action. If he does anything, she's going to 
Um, and you can see that the guards who are starting to come, come through the courtyard. Um, one had even made it to the bottom of these stairs. And he's just saying, just stop where you're at. And you don't have to do this. I'm sure we can find a way to talk. And like gesturing at the dagger, you still kind of sh- sunk into his arm. He's like, I think you have the floor. <laughs> not much. Enrique's not much of a talker, but she says, so you want the halfling delegation to win? Is that it? He kind of like laughs like, what? Where are you from? You don't look like one of these humans. Why does every halfling and gnome not recognize a harpy? I, I, I literally look at him and say, <laughs> fucking racist. They don't say that in the world. I know you're a harpy, but I don't know why you care. Why are you blowing up instruments, setting notes on fire, poisoning dwarves? Technically, only the dwarves have been our fault. Why? Uh, Tell me why. We assumed we were being targeted. Only right thing to do is to come back with fire and fury. When the first ones happened, we assumed it happened to us. You halflings are fucking crazy. If I, if I see anything happen, I, I'm a city watch. I have, I'm in the city watch in very high places. And I will come down with fire and fury, and I will tell everyone about the stupidity of the halflings. Literally. And he gets up, kind of brushing off the stagger, and it's like, and I am Mortimer Chemnon, from the delegation of the halflings, on behalf of Theodore Huxtable, emperor of the dual monarchies of Nazakatha himself. And I assure you, I have a tad bit more standing than you do. And I, I just take out the rapier and I'm like, you're not giving me any money. And, and I'm just like, yeah, you think you could stay? <laughs> you think your boys would get down, uh, get up here in time? And he kind of like, Lawrence. And the figure in yellow takes off his hat. It's a youngish halfling fella, vaguely handsome, kind of like, Blonde locks. Uh, Anyone I recognize? A little baby I, I face. Yeah, give me a history assume proficiency. It's fifteen on sixteen on the dice. So proficiency is two, three. three. Um, uh, my, do you have it in the end? I have in one zero. <laughs> so nineteen on a nineteen. The description kind of sounds familiar. Like not hit. Like some wanted poster of one. Not not a wanted poster, but somebody you've heard about in thieves circles. And it's not as you know, it's, it's somebody who they're aware of as, you know, a little too close to the action. They're not sure where they stand on it. It's sort of like among thieves you've heard rumors of like a halfling cop or something. You're not really sure. They're not sure if he's a cop, a, a spy, um or Infiltrate. Like they're they're unsure, but you've heard from thieves circles that there is a halfling kind of on their periphery that meets this description. But then, from the cop side of things, would I know city guard watch? Do I know of an undercover? I think we already established that you attended the the training and everybody slept through it. I remember the training. <laughs> I was awake. 
<laughs> and Lawrence apparently comes over and says, like, I, I can actually kind of vouch for this. I'll take some blame in, in making a few of these things go off, but I came here to warn them. And I'll, I'll tell you now that that wasn't the only trap. Some of the other stages are as well. And those ones aren't my fault. Well, is the harpy stage trap? I don't think so. Unless they switch stages. With Somewhere between the events. Which is possible given the collapse of that thing downstairs. And I take your one because Goldilocks? And Mortimer stops. I'm like, because I said so and that's the best you're getting from us. And I just say, I look, what's the time? This has all happened pretty quick. I'm like, we need to get back to your performance. I have no time for this bullshittery. Fuck with me again. And I, I don't I don't care who you are. I will come back here and I will stab you to death. I walked past all these idiots once and I will do it fucking again. Do you understand me, Morty? He kind of chuckles. I prefer the short of Mort, and I suspect we might meet again. Although I, I do hope it's because I'm casting Speak with Dead on your corpse. A pleasure, my dear. And, and I just, I'm, I'm just like, let's get out through the window. These guys are idiots. And I, and I say, and I point at, Go, the, um, at Goldilocks, and I say, we know of you. We know who you are. You're slipping up, boy, and we will find you one day. He remains kind of stoic. And, uh, yeah. Puts his hat back on. Yeah, we just fly out the window. (laughs) Uh, And you want to get back to Nilos as quick as possible. Yeah. As you arrive, it's been a little while. um, So the chaos seems to be contained. There's still a crowd gathering outside, confused and alarmed. You go up and... You run into Luis again. He's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Good, Luis. How's the dispel magic working? Oh, we, um, well, I know a guy. He's closed, but uh, there's a mage shop not too far away that I, maybe when he's open. Yep, sounds great. Um, how's, uh, so what are we doing with, is the show going to go on? Plants do. For the, uh, none of this. Well, okay. the the harpy stage was kind of damaged in the fall, but two of them are still working, so we're gonna get um we're gonna get everybody going. All right, I need to check the stage before we go. Like I'm I'm not supposed to let you in. Let me. Well, nobody until it's time, but um. Please come on. <laughs> and Spore's like performer. It's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and I, you just get in. Yeah, I just walk in. Please, I have no time for this. Esmeralda walking around? Yeah, she is... So the stage is down, and you can kind of, like, just hear her yelling from, you know, the bloodworks from even up here. And you can just kind of float down the now open stage. Yeah, and I'm like, how bad is the damage? We're gonna have to rebuild most of these stages. It's not great. But the main engineering is pretty much intact. And you know what they say, show must go on. All right, I'm, I'm going to have to, some, apparently all the, all the stages are somewhat trapped, or like, you know, some of the stages might be. So the other two most definitely might be trapped. 
not sure it's the halflings, not sure it's not. Next time Mark comes by, can you please stab him in the face for me? Trust me, if I could, would have done it a while ago. But I'm just like, no, I'll go check out the other stages. I need to investigate for traps. Can you, do you have anyone else who could help me with that? Um, Spore, do you have to get ready or do you want to follow me around? Yeah, she needs to get ready. All right, you, I'll catch you there, Spore. Um, I'll make sure that the stage is ready, like, you know, not trapped for you guys. Okay. I'm, I'm like, Esme, any of the kids any good at helping me out? <laughs> she just, like, laughs. <laughs> She's like, I couldn't even turn most of them into performers. Hey, Lewis is getting there. He's getting there. He's I mean, he's got the, uh, the idiot act down well. Alright, alright, let me... Let me go see if I can make sure these stages are alright and they're not going to explode on you. I'm sorry. I, I wish I could have done more. I didn't see it. I, I, I wish I did. I wish I had. I, I don't blame you for anything. You did what you could. And you got up there and got the gnomes away from this ball. So, wait. Can I just... Um, I'll roll insights um, with disadvantage later because I'm too angry to trust the halflings and the elves right now. But did he say... What elves? The elf. Blonde elf? No, he was halfling. That was a halfling. Yellow? Yeah. You said he was an elf? No, halfling. Whole time. Oh, okay. We have proof. We have proof. It was halfling the whole time. Okay, so... He briefly disguised self as an elf. Oh, that's what you must have said. I was like, okay, elf. But no, so did it seem like... Goldilocks did not cause... The explosion, or did he cause the explosion? Give me an insight. Uh, nine plus nine, eighteen. He didn't give off any magical powers, and that was a pretty big shatter. Plus, he cast this guy's spell on himself. Yeah, I mean, a little bit here and there, but that that seems a little bit. He came punching at you. This is also true. And I mean, there's also store like magical items are not that uncommon, especially like hats of disguise self. They're they're common enough. So, like, you have to break my heart, didn't you? <laughs> so, like, given a somebody who knows a shatter big enough to destroy the machine wouldn't punch at you four times like that. That's true. So you have to imagine magical items possibly, but not way too much else. Alright, I'm going to the other stage to like, you know, to the Harpy stage first because fuck the halflings for now. Harpy stage, what's it, uh, like, you know, how's it look at the moment, the new stage? They're setting it up. Uh, what are you looking for? Are the harpies setting it up or someone else? Setting it up? Somebody else. Give me a, uh, give me a perception. Or in, actually take it at advantage since you have perception and insight. 22. Human woman. Don't recognize her immediately as one of the Neloses. Seems to have kind of just doing backstage stuff. Give me an int check. Oh, that's not too bad. Um, can, I, can I be investigate, please? Sure. Or nature. I'll take investigate. 18. She seems a little familiar. Like this... Redhead doesn't really... There's not too many Neloses that are redheads, so you, you just kind of dismissed her when you saw her just kind of around here the first time, because there were a few people wandering. But, like, 
now that you've kind of seen her twice and she's around, like, your hackles are up just a little bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're I, I feel like Enrique's a stab and ask questions later can go. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Does she, do I have to hide or does she? You can attempt to do so. Uh, you can okay. try and get out of her sight. There's lots of corners and things here, so you can do so. Bonus action hide at a 28. Not quite. All right, I'm going to stab her. You go sneaking um, up. Non-lethal damage, I call it now. Okay. Where's a nat 20 when you need it? Is it 16 going to hit? Yeah, that'll hit. 3d6, 1d8. 22. You sneak up behind this person who goes down in an instant. Non-lethal damage. Ah. Um, did they have anything on them? Can I investigate? Yeah, give me an investigate. 17 plus 3, 20, not half. You find various weird items. There's like chalks, which is the immediate sort of worry, but there's also like a number of other strange arcanic devices you don't quite understand. Uh, and without an arcana, it's hard to imagine their purpose, but you can feel like the sort of like warmth of magic coming off of them, and that seems suspicious. Um, I put the magic items away, and I leave one chalk on her. Um, as in, I put the magic items in my pockets, mm-hmm. and I leave the chalks on her because I think chalks are not something I can use anyway, magic or not. And then I say, um, Esmeralda, as, um, call the city watch. As you kind of do so, like you've, as you're checking as well, you can see like the disguised self she had on melts off. And it's sort of this very rough, sunburned elven face. You want to recognize? You can give me another one of those, uh, History Vulua proficiency rolls. 16, 16 plus 3, 19. Yeah, it fits the profile of a wanted poster. It's not like, it's a profile from like Vulua's most wanted. You didn't even think that they would, they were last spotted not even in the city, though. Uh, Siku. Fuck, this is above my pay grade, isn't it? Touch. I tie, I, I use my survival to tie him up. For now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tied up for now. Um, I, I'm like, I literally have an, a, a blade drawn on this guy, and I'm like, I, I go to the door, and I'm like, getting ready, like, and I have my eyes on him so that if he moves, and I'm like, Esmeralda, you need to call the city watch now, like <laughs> yesterday, now, now, before the performance, there has to be some idiot walking around. Give me perception. 13 plus 9. Yeah, Esmeralda goes running off, uh, raising the alarm. The Everybody else just kind of, like, clears out. The halflings are still in the room. The harpies are prepared, like, getting dressed in their room. You're pretty much left alone with this person down here. Um, and you're yelling. Esmeralda, like, was, like, the only other one down here, pretty much, as she yells to, um, like, she goes running up the stairs yelling. And you kind of, like, you're... 
you're watching this person who looks pretty solidly unconscious. Fuck. And someone you, behind me. <laughs> you turn around, and uh, Lawrence in yellow is kind of waiting in the shadows. Motherfucker, I knew it was you were fucking trouble when I you walked in. I think we're going to call it there. I will stab you in the <laughs> genitals. You are not going to sleep after this. <laughs> we definitely got to call it there. That's enough of a recording period. very much for tuning back in to Married and D. It's been a pleasure. I am Bryce the DM. And I'm Creepy the Heart. You can email us at marriedandd@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You or can follow us on Twitter at <laughs> Thank you very much. Good night. We enjoyed it. Come back. Bye. How does this do? So, if we take out the last corner, maybe they'll think something is wrong. And yeah, yeah, they will. That. They think they're under attack. <laughs>